busy. Now he's going to move like a little rabbit. Mac, why do you... Welcome to Blind Pilots! I'm Joe Leonardo, and the goal is to have a team of writers blindly create the best TV pilot ever written. Here's how it works. Four writers each write only five pages of a 20-page pilot, but the writers can only see the last page written by the previous writer. For example, the writer that wrote pages 6 through 10 only sees page 5 from the previous writer. The writer that does pages 11 through 15 only sees page 10 and so on. At the end of the process, we will have 20 complete pages of a brand new original story that at least hopefully makes sense. And at most is the beginning of the next Emmy-dominating TV show. For this episode, over the past month, our team of writers have been hard at work blindly creating the best TV pilot ever made. They have all not seen any of the other pages their colleagues have written. Until right now. <laughs> did you mean to say nominating? Dominating. Did you, you mean, okay, yeah, I didn't know if you had like a stuffy Dominate. nose and you were like, Ebby dominated. <laughs> but before that, Let's begin by introducing our audio engineer and the people's critic, Andrew Berger. Hello, Andrew. Hello. I know nothing about comedy. You know nothing about comedy. You're not a writer. Just an avid TV fan, correct? Yes. You watch a lot of streaming with your uh, girlfriend. So you yes. watch a lot of TV. So you watch a lot of new shows. Unfortunately. Okay. Are there good? Are there ones you like? <laughs> yeah. What was the one that was just on with Elizabeth Olsen where... It's like a court case where she like... Oh, jury duty. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, I heard that was good. That was <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. Wait, Elizabeth Olsen was in jury duty? No. No, I don't Only think James so. Marsden was oh, in jury duty. I was like, no, oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's a funny show. I saw that show. She wasn't Sorry. in that. She watches a lot of drama where I, I am like, realize I'm just so like... Into the housewives? <laughs> <laughs> Are we ever going to figure out what show it was that you watched? I can't... We can call. We can and phone a friend. And this is right why now. he was chosen <laughs> as the people's critic because I believe he's the perfect person to give us two cents on TV. Yes. Without further ado, there's going to be a lot of editing in this. Without further ado, let's introduce the writers. You guys can talk. I, we're not sure what's <laughs> happening right now. You're like, all right, we're going to start. And then you read four paragraphs from a paper. <laughs> and then like, introduce the writers. All right, now fucking talk. <laughs> we're not sure if we should say anything before we're introduced. Pages one through five were written by Tom Buffalo Powers. Yes. <laughs> that was me. You sent me a bio. I don't have it because I printed this before. <laughs> do you want to say who you are and what you do? My name is Tom Buffalo Powers. I'm originally from Wyoming. I live in Brooklyn now. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Appreciate all the condolences. Um, I, I'm an actor, writer, do comedy and other funny, goofy, silly stuff. Um, Tom, we only got town. two sentences each, so. <laughs> yeah, everyone else got like a very short two You can sentences. do more. You just have to pay for every additional sentence. Sure, yeah. yeah. At Tom D. Buffalo on Instagram. Very cool. Tom uh, D. Buffalo. I will say this. I did give Tom a suggestion to start off None of you guys know this. Uh, he was given an email that says, a new beginning. Ooh. That was the suggestion. That was the suggestion. <laughs> I feel like that's implied by beginning. And it's kind of any story But it's like ever. a fun, like sometimes they name a pilot and it's like a fun 
Anyways. Fish out the of The parts water. you'll be reading for the stage reading are network executive. Let me say that because I said it weird. Network, network ex- executive. <laughs> now I have to leave it in. RK, crew member, and backup singer. Don't look at the script. Don't look at the script. You get to be RK. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, don't say anything. I don't know if those are all highlighted. They are. They're not. They're Pages not. six Wait. through ten were written by Mora Satirial. Mora is an alternative energy engineer turned comedian because we're all going to die anyway. She currently lives in New Jersey. Mora was not able to make it. That's a big part of her bio. Mora was not able to make it today, so we have instead the wonderful Alex Schaefer. Alex. Hello. Can you also tell me uh, a little bit about yourself? Because I don't have it on this paper. Oh, but I sent you the bio. I I made this like days ago. When did you print it? sorry. That's wild. I really thought about that, and I... No. Can I go off the top of my head? Can I go off the top of my head? Can I say it off the top of my head? Yes, but if I don't like it, then I'll I'll do mine, and then in the editing... Okay, then I'm going to edit this out. Okay. Alex is a writer, character writer, performer extraordinaire. He's been performing around New York City. All right, I love it so far. Um, you do lights for Saturday Night Live, That's like also true. for their like the pictures of the host like holding a tea kettle or something like the in between sketches for commercials. <laughs> That's true. Listen, it's like I don't. All weird. I don't you do <laughs> lights for the pictures of the host. <laughs> I do the lighting. I don't necessarily. Do the props? Okay, um, but we do have tea kettles. We have phones. We have rubber chicken. I think the props are in the pictures that you take, though. Yeah. I like fingers. And it's always—I yeah. feel like all those pictures are a little bit outside their comfort zone because their faces. It's like you're uncomfortable doing this weird pose, Charles Barkley. Yeah, well, maybe because we're just sort of like uh, do this thing right now. Yeah, you have two sometimes, minutes. Sometimes, and I love it. They'll be like, "No, I don't like doing that," and <laughs> sure. I'm like, "I respect that. Cool." And totally. then we just move right along because mm-hmm. that. That's sort of an awkward moment. We're like, cool, next up, let's do this. And yeah. then we just keep moving. Just kidding anyway. <laughs> yeah. Pages 11 through 15. Oh, wait, that was what? it? That's, oh, was, oh, I didn't. Why you only like, had two seconds. Well, two I feel like Tom had a full, like, because you can have an Tom episode. I'm sorry, just I forgot, to, I like, forgot to say your parts. Your parts oh, are executive you. producer mm. and Gary. <laughs> yeah. Executive producer Gary. No, no they're two different parts. Gary. No, they're not the same people. They're two different people. Two different parts. Very important listener. Well, listen, Executive I'm excited Gary. to get in character, and I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. And yeah. Alex, I just want to say what a lovely haircut Your you hair have. looks great. <gasps> thank you so much. Pages 11 through 15 were written by Kate Herslin, who is a comedy writer whose work can be found in the New Yorker, Mick Sweeney's point, Points in Case. Multiple points. Points in Case, and all across a very disorganized notes app. Her... <laughs> Co-written. That's a funny Thanks. joke. Thank That's you. Joke. That's why Alex I love. Like writing yeah. comedy. Yeah. Her you. co-written book, Jokes to Offend Men, was named the number two comedy book of 2022 by Vulture. Whoa. Featured in the NY Mag approval matrix and called, quote, not funny by a man online who didn't read it. Was the number one book written by a man? It was. Yeah. Oh, the patriarchy mm. strong. Was Go see so. the Barbie movie. Talks really a lot about the patriarchy. It's wild. No spoilers. I, I, Is anybody <laughs> doing the double feature? The Ryan Barbie. Gosling's hot. The Bob. Well, the sure. Barbie. <laughs> hot take. Ryan Gosling's hot. And water is wet. <laughs> is anybody doing I the double no. feature? No. No. No, no but I do have an outfit. Yeah. I got Ooh. the 70 millimeter IMAX. <gasps> yeah, Wait, I got two. Yeah, AMC oh, for Oppenheimer. Yep. Yes. At the Lincoln Center Theater. Yeah. Yep. That's the best yeah. theater in New York City. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the best. But Kate, yep. welcome. Thank you. Just, I didn't write Oppenheimer or Barbie. Yes. But I wrote other things. <laughs> but your book is amazing. But you wrote a Thank second you. rate book. 
Whoa. I mean, second best Rated book. Second, second book. Oh. Oh. Wow. That, sorry, the sentiment mm. is very different. I have a, <laughs> second rate, like second best, hair. tomato, okay. tomato. Okay, I have a question. I have an answer. How did you get a bio written down on the paper? She sent hers sent like at the day after I said, send mm. me a bio. So if I sent mine on the subway over here, it's not printed? <laughs> and if I didn't send mine at all, it's not printed? <laughs> See, when yeah, you've you didn't, written what, what a book, you? you just what have a bio at the ready all the time. Why didn't you send it? Oh, I forgot. Okay, that's fair. Kate... You'll be playing the parts. This was there wasn't a hard edit here. I, this is all natural. Uh, you'll be playing the parts of FBI agent Cynthia, waiter, backup singer, and Mr. Warren. All the best parts. All good parts. Um, Joe, I will say, if I was listening to this podcast, I would put you on one point five speed. <laughs> Maybe even two. <laughs> uh, okay. Ripping Joe apart. I would slow Joe. you down just to have more. Now with this you. is part on of it. Two. On to Megan. Pages 16 through 20 were written by Megan Rico. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh. Because I have nothing here on this page. Because I sent it to you 12 minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Megan Rico is a Brooklyn beast. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a Brooklyn Oh, she's beast. so uncomfortable talking about herself. I really hate oh, this. No. Like, I Let's all die. stare at you. Joe, why don't you do mine? Um, or is that worse? Megan Writes for Mormons in Utah. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm originally from Miami. I live in Brooklyn now, and I've written for such incredible shows as Impractical Jokers. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Whoa. And uh, most recently for a uh, family-friendly Mormon sketch comedy show. Um, if you know me from that, don't listen to this. Brigham Young. I might be cursing. Yep. But the sketches aren't really particularly Mormon. Mormon. No, the, the sketches aren't religious. They're no. just clean enough that the Mormons that can okay, enjoy yeah. them. It has Dude. the Mitt Romney thumbs up of approval. I funny man. Yeah. Famously funny man. Famously yeah. funny. Megan, you'll be playing the parts, the lead part. <gasps> Whoa. Wow. You booked. I booked. This is your Stay chance. Nice. This is your chance, kid. Don't mess it up. You'll oh, be playing the lead part of May. That's it? That's it. Okay. What's well, the lead? What else do you need? May's the may or may not. You need more than that? Oh, yeah. You have four. You know, I'm leaving all the like soaking stuff and I'm cutting that joke out. <laughs> no. Thank God. All right. Listener, sit down, get yourself a bag of popcorn, set your TiVo to record. TiVo? Do people still, do people still have TiVo? No. It's vintage. And now on to the greatest TV pilot ever written sound effects, sound effects, sound effects, sound effects, sound effects. Interior, suburban kitchen, day. May Garden's 50s spins around her immaculately lit 1950s kitchen. She glides across the linoleum floor, assembling ingredients from the candy pink cabinets. She carefully pours the batter onto the tin mold she takes off the counter to place in an oven and immediately pulls out a completely cooked, caked, I assume that's just cake, a completely cooked cake she places down. Now insert a toothpick into the deepest parts of the cake to see if it's cooked all the way through. Pull back to reveal that instead of the 1950s, we're in a bustling TV studio. Cameras, lights, and a crew <laughs> whirl around May and this carefully crafted scene of domesticity. You know why they call it angel food cake? Because it's sweet enough to get into heaven. <laughs> May chuckles at her own joke to complete silence as a crew member shouts out, Hold to insert studio laughter! 
Hold the inserts to your laughter. Okay, moving on. May takes a bite of the cake. Mm-mm-mm. Now, go on before you see me gobble this whole thing up. <laughs> I'm May Gardens, and thank you for joining me for another episode of May Your Home Be Merry and Bright. See you next week. The cameras turn off, and so does May's performance. Jesus fucking Christ, this box cake mix tastes shittier than usual, and it usually tastes very shitty. Water! <laughs> P.A. comes over with a glass that May takes and sips from before spitting it out all over the P.A. I said water. This is tap. Executive producer comes over very upbeat. Another fantastic show, May, and our ratings would agree. You mean my ratings. Last I checked, my name's still on the limited edition run of aprons that sold out in the five minutes after it went up on my online marketplace. Of course, you're the star. Let me know if there's anything I can do. May points to the PA that brought her the water. Fire her. And then bring a glass of real water to my dressing room. May storms off, leaving the producer standing there stunned. Real water? Interior, May's dressing room, later. May sinks into a leather couch that matches the rest of the room's mid-century modern furniture and decorations. She takes a long drag from a cigarette that she ashes into one of the many flower arrangements sent by her fans. There's a sharp pounding at the door. Finally! How many people do you have to fire in this town to get a goddamn bottle of water? May opens the door, but instead of the producer and her water, she finds a team of FBI agents staring back at her. <gasps> Margaret Beatrice Gardens. May quickly shifts into her on-air persona and picks up a tray of nearby cookies. Mm. Why, hello, officers. Can I interest you in some homemade chocolate chip cookies made from scratch with extra love? You're under arrest for securities fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, and 15 counts of tax evasion. Other agents surround May, putting her in handcuffs as one of them leans in. I'm sorry, but I just have to say, me and my wife are huge fans. I want my lawyer. They lead May out of the room and pass by the PA holding a cardboard box with all of her things. And a fucking bottle of water! The PA smiles at the scene. End of cold open. Moving on. Ten years later, exterior Los Angeles County Prison Day. An oppressively concrete prison stands alone in the Southern California desert. A loud buzz in the 15-foot-high chain-linked fence slides open and out walks May Gardens. Another buzz, and the fence closes. Other than an extra ten years of age, her face shows nothing. The stillness is broken by the sound of tires on gravel as a limousine slowly rolls up in front of May and she gets in. Interior, limousine, moments later. May sits on one end of the limousine facing the executive producer as he pours two glasses of champagne. I can't tell you how thrilled everyone at KTLA is that you're out. We wanted to be in more communication during your... Day. But our PR team suggested we totally cut ties on it so it'll be easier for everyone. <laughs> you gotta commit to that voice the yeah. whole time now. Okay, sorry. 
change. Got a little southern. Literally everyone is from New York, New Jersey. Okay. I can't tell you how thrilled. <laughs> everyone, shut up. <laughs> Come on. Like he's talking here. I can't tell you how thrilled everyone at KTLA is that you're out. We wanted to be in more communication during your stay. But our PR team suggested we totally cut ties so it would be easier for everyone to come back together once all this legal mumbo-jumbo worked itself out. He hands May a glass that she takes, but doesn't drink from. You have a lot more lines of this guy. We did give away your primetime slot to this new reality show where eight people live in a house together and watch it. And at the end of the day, they have to guess which one of them is actually a monkey wearing a hat. But trust me, we're committed to getting you and may your home be merry and bright back on the air, starting with the 2 to 4.30 a.m. block. May stares out the limousine window. I spent the first 18 years of my career telling myself I was using my TV show to teach people how to take care of their homes and their families. That's... That's... That's beautiful. Then it took me another 10 years in the prison for insider trading to realize it's bullshit. I did it for the power. But enough is enough. I'm done denying that's what I want. The limo slows down and pulls to the The limo slows down and pulls to the side of the road. Executive producer knocks on the glass partition. Uh driver, why are you stopping? So I decided to spend some of my time inside building a new family. One that understands what it means to take orders. I don't, I don't know what's happening, okay? But I can promise the network is willing to do whatever we need to make things right. You want the primetime slot back? It's yours. We'll get you an army of PAs to fire. Hm. Generous, but not good enough. Name it. I want the last 10 years of my life back. Exterior, limousine, moments later. The passenger side door opens and the executive producer's lifeless body falls out. End of first five pages. Can I just say, wow. Can I just wow. say, I'd like to watch this real show. <laughs> I know. Can I say, I show this, I showed this particular uh, script to someone and they're like, this is legit a show. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. We're looking for funding. Yeah. Uh, reach out <laughs> at Tom D. Buffalo on Instagram. <laughs> if you have then you showed them the next 15 pages. <laughs> but we're scabbing. But we're scabbing. No, never. Yeah. Those other three writers should jump off a bridge. <laughs> well, I wasn't a writer. I will just say I, I didn't this write This is not your fault. If it ends but up being good, amazing. I would like to be considered part of the team that brought it to life. But and if, if not? If we don't like it, then I was just an actor. We can have you play executive producer. I feel like both May and executive producer are smokers. My In my mind's eye, they're both smoking. the script. Yeah, um, an executive producer smokes, but it's only weed. That doesn't come through in the performance. No. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. well, cocaine comes through in the performance. It's called a nuanced performance. Okay. It's and called it, an actor's secret. Yeah, like it they, comes they with clunk. the craft. You're right. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's so embarrassing. All right. On to the next six through 15 pages. Written by Mora Satirial.
May exits the limousine, stepping over the body. California countryside stretches in all directions, overlooking a quarry filled with bright blue water. From the driver's side, out steps Cynthia, 48, in chauffeur's uniform and aviator shades. She slaps a Velcro wrist weight on each of the producer's ankles and wrists. May exits the limo kicking the body down the hill in her black, six-inch stiletto Jimmy Choo's. May and Cynthia watch it roll down over the rocks. Think you added enough weight? It takes 10% of a man's body weight to keep it sunk. Yeah, he's down. Roll, roll. It bounces over lumps in the hill. Their heads bob and bounce as the body does. Splash! They look at each other, nod, and re-enter the limo in their respective positions and drive off. Interior, limousine, moments later, the limo drives at highway speed. May pulls out a notebook and crosses a line through a name from a list of names. She makes eye contact with Cynthia in the rearview mirror through the open partition. Quail Studios? Quail Studios. Exterior, the Quail Studios Studio Lot Guard Gate, evening. The limo pulls up to the guard gate outside Quail Studios. The window to the back seat rolls down. May grins at the security guard who's terrified. Sugar, I'm back. Now open that gate. I have a little meeting with Mr. Warren. Security guard checks the list and opens the gate. Interior, Mr. Warren's office, later. Big executive office, couches, desk, bar cart, big windows. May strides in. Mr. Warren sits on a fire leather couch, sipping a whiskey. Mr. R.K. Warren throwing back a drink. (laughs) Will the miracles ever cease? Miss May, plenty of time in the prison yard. You're looking healthy. Wait, I just noticed something. R.K. Mm-hmm. and Mr. Warren are the same person. Apparently. Yeah, so you're cut. Things are t- <laughs> oh, no. You're All right, yeah, so th- there has been a jump. Anyways, May walks over to a bar cart and pours two doubles of whiskey and carries them over and then sits next to him. Much healthier than your network's ratings. Y'all miss me? <laughs> cheers. Hands him a drink. Quick cheers. Down in one. We took a beating when that country chef went on her racist rant. Oof, the merchandise, the cookbooks. We had to burn it all. We couldn't give her books away as firewood in Siberia. And we tried. Reggie, you need me. Your network needs me. Do you know I got a Netflix documentary out next month? What? You suck dick for a bottle of water in prison? (laughs) I'm joking. Give me my old contract, Reggie. We don't do big contracts like yours anymore, May. This is the 2020s. I can't lock you in for 10 years and then find some TikTok mom doing what you'll do for less and bringing millions of followers. You've lost heat. But I know people, Reggie. You want Meryl Streep? You want Jay-Z on your show? I'll be frying fritters with Malala and you know that. We know people too, May. May holds her glass, staring off into the distance. I know what happened to Patricia. Roger didn't cover his tracks that well. What? No, you don't know about Patricia. Holds up her iPhone. Roger's voice plays. I'll throw you over the cliffs at Ruin Canyon Park. RK walks over to the bar cart, uh, pours two drinks, opens a small vial, starts to pour it into a glass. That recording is backed up on my iCloud, my lawyer's iCloud. Hell, it's backed up on my niece's iPhone. And I got photos. 
That self-storage in Van Nuys? <laughs> Y'all left a trail and I'm a goddamn bloodhound. RK does not pour vial into the glass, but recaps it and takes two glasses back to the couch. Now those Netflix people who did my documentary, I'm sure they'd love a good murder story. I can't give you your old contract. Best I can do is five years. May stands, shakes his hand. Draw it up, Reggie. Start tomorrow. Is Peter still your assistant? She opens the office door and calls to the secretary. RK clicks around on his computer. Hey, Peter, we need you to witness on this contract. This Peter is named Henry. Enter Henry, late 20s, nervous people pleaser. The printer spits out pages. I can be Peter, Henry, whatever. Miss May, you drive a hard bargain. May flips through the contract, scans parts, signs various spots quickly. Mr. Warren does likewise. I assume Lot 37 is still my country kitchen hearth background? Something like that. Thank you, Mr. Warren. And Henry, can't wait for you to see our show. Exterior, Studio Lot 37. Establishing shot. Exterior, Lot 37. Interior, Studio 37. <laughs> continuous, <laughs> continuous shot. May walks, Cynthia in tow. Her heels clicking on the studio floor. She passes various teamsters, crew, hair, makeup people who stare and whisper. She walks up to Gary, 50s, t-shirt, jeans, ball cap. He's startled. May. Has it been ten years already? And you're here? How did R.K.? Oh, I'm back, Gary. And you're attached. Five-year contract. Hey, can we repeat the set and get back my old oven cupboards? You remember the old panel? I, I, I won't do it. You were a real Ellen DeGeneres on set last time, and I'm not going to put myself through that again. Cynthia, ten feet away, unsheaths a dagger from the belt of her chauffeur's uniform. May gestures, not now. Gary, Gary, Gary. Runyon Canyon, Van Nuys Storage. Y'all, you and Roger was sloppy. I know it all, and folks know I know. And R.K. knows that folks know that I know. You know? May stares at Gary, sizing her up. He resigns himself. Let me see that contract. Snatches the paper, rushes it. Wow. R.K. does know, you know. We haven't had a contract like this since the late 2000s. And I'm a big fan of your co-host, Claus. Yeah, I can bring on a co-host. Oh, no. Look at this. Co-host can be assigned at the director's discretion. Well, I think I know exactly where my discretion is pointed. Oh, no. You wouldn't. End of page 15. We're moving, aren't End we? End of page 10. Page 10. End? <laughs> Of page 10. Moving at a milder pace. <laughs> what a story, right? So now we have the murder. We have this co-host. Where's this going to go, people? Well, I did read ahead, and it looks like she kills everyone. So <gasps> you don't have to finish. That's well, what that's happens. Not, that's not what happens. That's not what happens. That's not what happens. Or it could happen. <gasps> but it's probably not what happens. But maybe it could. Look, reading uh, these first parts... Very different show from what I thought it was. It, is, it, 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 it does take different forms. Um, I will say this. Okay, so I didn't know that Mr. Warren and RK were the same person. So who, whoever ends up playing RK, you're going to have to do Kate's Mr. Warren voice. Do you remember it now? Yes. Okay. Kate, can you do uh, just a line of Mr. Warren just so we remember? 
yeah, let me get that part of it. <laughs> it feels like an old time <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't give you your old contract. Oh, Best listen. I can do is five years. Okay. I can't do that for you. Listen. Oh, so it's it. t- so do your Timothy Chalamet trying to do Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp trying to do Gene Wilder. <laughs> mm. Does that make sense? Well, crystal clear. Okay. Shall we continue? I actually have to go. I can't actually remove me from this. Delete all my parts. I don't want to be on this. I'm podcast. actually. I'm not loving this. I'm not having fun. So. <laughs> I don't have my permission. Um, I'm gonna well, go. Well, you're stuck here for two more. <laughs> we continue on pages eleven through fifteen, written by Kate. Cooking show day. May and RK, also known as Mr. Warren, struggles over a bag of flour as Gary stands by behind the cameras. Theme music plays. A producer counts down. Five, four, three, two. Hi, I'm your host of... No, I'm your host of... (laughs) Flour Power. Power. Cakes on the table in 30 minutes or less. May surely means cakes in no time. In their struggle, they rip the bag of flour and flour flies all over them. Uh, Can we call that a cut? I'm the real star. I'll say what's a cut. And now, cut! Okay, that's, that's enough. I'm the director. I'm the director. And I say we're still rolling. All this is being aired live. Mother? A bleep! Then a rainbow error screen appears with text scrolling. You program, your program has been interrupted. Thank you for your patience. Interior, Gary's office, day. RK and May, covered in flour, get a talking to from Gary. RK, I know you don't like it that May is back on the show. Back on my show? It was never your show. You kept my spot warm, but the brand is mine. You think 30-minute cakes is still a brand? (laughs) It's not even possible. It was a scam back in the early 2000s, and it's still a scam now. The lawsuit? Don't you dare bring that up. We say in no time, so we aren't liable. No more false promises. Cynthia gently knocks on the door, unsheaths a dagger from the belt of her chauffeur's uniform. Only Gary sees her. Not now. Cynthia exits. Neither May nor RK have seen her. Listen, you two. You don't have to be best friends, but you do have to find a way to be colleagues. Why don't you go get an egg cream Get over yourselves. An egg cream? Who gets an egg cream? Yeah, Gary, what is this? The 50s? See? Now you have a common enemy. That's a start. Interior, limousine, day. Luncheonette, day. Oh, Jesus. Interior. (laughs) Edit, edit. Okay, well, I keep it, I keep it. Interior, limousine approaches a luncheonette. (laughs) They get out, day. RK and May drink from their respective egg creams in silence. RK's is chocolate. May's is vanilla. So, uh, when did you- You know, I never- No, uh, you go. Don't mind if I do. That's so like you. Look, maybe Gary is right. We don't have to like each other. No kidding. But we do have to work together. We don't have to. You could leave. I'm the household name here. 
The way I see it, if one of us is going to leave, it's you. Times have changed, May. You've been out of the game. You don't know what people want anymore. The waiter recognizes May. I know you from somewhere. Flower Power, the original version. Oh, Flower Power, the original version? Yep, that's me. No, you're the sad baker. Uh, wait, you're what? You must be mistaken. The waiter pulls out his phone. A TikTok plays of May, clothes disheveled, sobbing outside a bakery, saying, I'm a baker. I'll always be a baker. You're not Better than me? You're not better than me. Uh, touch my soul. The whole diner stare. Uh, the whole diner starts turning and noticing May. I gotta get out of here. May rushes out. RK leaves cash for the drinks and follows. Exterior limousine near Lunch? luncheonette. <laughs> Continuous. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? You don't know what it's like losing a show, my show, the public humiliation. You could have. Tried to tell me. What do you care? You don't remember, do you? Remember what? <laughs> Come with me. Interior. Cooking show studio. Day. Gary rearranges the chairs at a set table with prop cookies in the middle. Cynthia walks over in her chauffeur's uniform, dagger in hand. If you let me do it on air, the ratings will be Banana City, baby. Put. That away, Cynthia. I've got bigger fish to fry. Gary sits at the table, eats a prop cookie, spits it out. <laughs> Damn it! Props. Listen, I can save your show. Or ruin it. Just trust me. That's what you said back in 04. Bygones, my dude. What do you say? Interior. Costume room. Day. RK and May wander around. It's gotta be here somewhere. What are we looking for? RK finds them. Purple overalls and an oversized chef's hat. Do you remember now? Uh, I'm gonna need more than that. Ring-a-ding-ding, -ding, it's your friendly neighbor. <gasps> no way. So you were... End of page 15. Oh, that was a cliffhanger. The next section is a different world. The next, well, we'll get, we'll get to the next section when we get there, but let's talk about the story at hand because I think we really need to explain the story before we get to the conclusion. Mm -hmm. So we have, let's just, so the, the last one's our last script, mm -hmm. right? Uh -huh. So right now we have a story. May murdered an executive producer. She Well, she went to prison. For insider it, trading. For insider trading, yes. Then murders the executive producer when she gets out with her chauffeur, Cynthia, who's... Kind of psycho. He's yeah. kind of psycho. Yeah. Very stabby lady. Very stabby. Yeah. The new head of the uh, of the studio, RK slash Mr. Warren, right? RK yeah. Warren is uh, gives her a show, but he also becomes her co-host. Her co-host. But it seems like she blackmailed him into giving her a contract because yes. she knows about a murder that they yes. did. Yes. <laughs> that was that With was half Australian a page. Gary. <laughs> Yes, yeah. he was yes. in the murder. He was involved in the murder. He was involved in the murder. Yeah, feeling Charlize Theron for Cynthia. Oh, oh yeah. Why not Kate Herslin? Kate Herslin and Charlize Theron are the same type. <laughs> I, don't oh. see I hear Kate offer only here. these days. <laughs> <laughs> I hear your offer only these days. Yes, you know, once you have a book, be number two in Vulture. Mm -hmm. Everything changes. I just read book. a story about Leonardo DiCaprio thinking he was a shoe in for Titanic, and then James Cameron's like, "No, you're auditioning," and he's like, "I'm so sorry," and then he auditioned, and then he got it, and he got it. Hmm. 
to the stunning conclusion. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh I boy. think for this to work, we need to read uh, starting from the last because it, it just jumps into the uh, the next line. So that last line on page 15 goes straight into the first line of page 16. So I'm going to read that stage direction, mm-hmm. and then we'll start from there. A listener, you can follow along. Who wrote hey, this one? Tom Gary. Megan wrote this one, the conclusion. Thank you for reminding me. Look, I had a weird set of context clues. Is all I'm I think say. she was on ayahuasca so when she wrote this last one. I'm sorry. I am what I am. R.K. finds them purple overalls and an oversized chef's hat. Do you remember now? Uh, I'm gonna need more than that. Ring a ding ding, it's your friendly neighbor. (gasps) New sketch. I go. 16 now. No way. So you were that weird pervy chef that force fed health foods to kids in costume? Gary, the grape-shifting chef. Ew, grape-shifting? He turned into different fruits. Yikes! I bet you still remember the whole theme song, right? Please don't sing. Ring-a-ding-ding, it's your friendly neighbor, Gary. We're gonna make healthy food a little less scary. It'll become a broccoli and you can eat my hand. And then you'll eat my cabbage foot, and we can be friends. RK grunts and attempts a couple of sad cartwheels, knocking over racks and forcing May to dodge his gangly body. Cause I'm Gary! I'm a lettuce, I'm a grape, I'm Gary! The friendly garlic scape! Sing it with me, I'm Gary! The door to the costume room busts open. Interrupting RK's unfortunate song and dance number, Cynthia bursts in. I've got huge news. Why are you sweating? Uh, I was doing my routine. Uh, Did you know he was that grape-shifting chef guy? The veggie perv for kids? Yeah, did you not? Did everyone think it was a creepy character? Yes. Absolutely. Dang it. But that's not why I'm here. Listen, Gary, the real Gary, not this weird purple overalls Gary, is gonna let me do the thing live on the air. <gasps> Are you serious? As a, <laughs> As a discolored mole with an irregular border. Cynthia and May lock eyes, slowly smile. They've been waiting for this. Can Chef Gary make a cameo? No. Interior, studio, night. A live television audience is packed into the studio. Gary stands center stage holding a long, skinny microphone. He addresses the crowd and cameras with the charisma of a real professional. Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to thank you again for coming out to tonight's show. I know it's probably not at all what this show was set up to be in the beginning. Of this. <laughs> but being as this could very well be our final broadcast, we wanted to throw format out the window and give you something from the heart. Crowd gives a limp applause. Heckler off screen. 
We're not into it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love you too. Now, for our final act of the night, a sort of last-ditch effort, if you will, it is my pleasure... He looks off stage at Cynthia and May, who gives him a thumbs up. ...to introduce an old friend for the first time since 2004, performing an original song on... <laughs> Butthole Kazoo, <clears throat> please welcome Cynthia Skinner. Music plays. Three backup singers at the same microphone sing a sweet little harmony. Cynthia Skinner on the Butthole Kazoo. Another round of confused applause. May slaps Cynthia in the face a couple times like a boxer's coach and pushes her on stage. Thank you, thank you. You're too kind. Now, hold on to your seats. You're on a one-way train to Banana City, baby. The crowd dies down, total silence, as Cynthia pulls out a tiny kazoo and places it against the seat of her pants. A one and a two and a one, two, three. A horrible, off-key screeching sound fills the studio. It sounds like an even worse version of the bad flute covers. It sounds like... Oh my god, is she doing Roxanne? Hell yeah, she is. Gary watches, horrified, as the crowd cringes against the sounds. <laughs> That's it. We're done for. What are you talking about? People are loving it! The stage manager has tears running down her face. The camera guy holds steady, even as blood drips from their ears. A grip passes out and falls from a ladder 12 feet up. Cynthia finishes her song with a flourish, then stands in utter silence for a beat. A long beat. But then... Thunderous applause! The crowd is going crazy! Even the grip applauds as he is taken away in a stretcher. Gary is baffled. I don't... I don't understand. How? It's art, Gary. Don't try to make sense of it. Cynthia comes off stage glowing. What'd I say? Bananas City Baby. Thank you. I'm sorry I doubted you. Don't be. I get it. Now, go out there and bring this baby home. She hands him the kazoo and pats him on the butt. Gary smiles, walks back out on stage to thunderous applause. RK enters, dressed in his overalls and oversized chef's hat, and pulling a cart piled high with vegetables. So, am I on next, or...? Absolutely not. Interior, Gary's office, day. Gary sits at his desk. Cynthia, May, and RK surround him, listening to a network executive blabber on the desk phone. The single most offensive piece of music I've had the misfortune to witness. You've been getting angry calls all week. Christian moms against fun? They hate it. Women with children who love Jesus and hate art? They're pissed. Childbearing wives with bad taste is picketing the studio as we speak. Okay, but what about the ratings? Beat. The ratings are through the roof, so you're renewed. The gang cheers. But for the love of women who love God, 
please keep the butt stuff to a minimum from now on? No promises. She and Gary high five. Freeze frame. Roll credits. This will be an everlasting love. Wow, what a twist. End of pilot. Yay. Wow. I thought the main characters were different. (laughs) No, I I just think they're complex. Cynthia really had a character arc that was unexpected. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot to think about um, metaphorically. But it sets up a show. I feel like a good pilot does take a turn at the end where the show you're watching is not necessarily how the pilot ends and how the pilot ends is what becomes the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would you know say I mean? mm-hmm. instead of a turn, oh, we, we we got on a plane and maybe flew across the ocean. Yeah, we maybe yeah. went to a different continent. Ended up somewhere yeah. completely different. And but that's and we're yeah. show. And that's yeah. a show. Let's see, pitch it. Wow. I do feel like with a little bit of like conscious judging, this could be coherent. Hundred percent. Totally. Yeah. But why do, would you want it to be? <laughs> I don't know. I you know? weirdly <laughs> think like when I first read all this through and I was doing all the highlighting, I was like, <laughs> this feels like a very easy way to write a TV pilot. Because all we have to do is just go back into a writer's room and just kind of do a punch up and make things make sense. And it will kind of, obviously, you know, elephant in the room, this is insane. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is obviously we, a comedy bit. This isn't a real pilot. We need you guys to know that we know that Yeah, this we is know insane. this is crazy. And I'm like, not And now we're going to proceed as though we don't know that. Yeah. But I think that as an exercise, there is something here that can be fruitful to create an actual 20, 30 page pilot. There's something. For sure. Yeah. Because there is like a weird, I feel, I do feel like the first three sections at least hit similar themes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like probably my section didn't hit the same section as the one before. But I think, like, I know I had, for me, I think the biggest change was RK. Because mm-hmm. it because yeah. RK was mentioned in the stage directions of page 10, yeah. but didn't have any lines. And was, like, referenced in conversation. No, actually, it was referenced in conversation. Didn't have any lines. So I never, I didn't, had I, I think it might have gone a different direction. I would have written RK a little differently had I known RK was a network executive, but that's the point. But I think that's the point. It's like you don't know, so you're actually taking a big turn with characters, and I feel like with a writer's room rewrite and a punch-up, you can make it make sense and almost make all the choices be character choices. Mm -hmm. Like you can throw in things that would kind of forecast these RK changes or like Mm -hmm. a butt kazoo thing could be like, you know what I mean? Obviously not doing a butt kazoo thing, but like- I would look- in a punch up, we're getting rid of the butt kazoo. But when you have, <laughs> a, page, butt kazoo, page when you have a page where a character is like, oh, I'm going to save the show with this unnamed act. And then he's yeah. like, no, that's what you said in 2004. I was like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> fucking butt kazoo. <laughs> and wait, she wanted to like kill someone. Yeah. She wanted to TV, kill right? on the show. So okay. I very purposely yeah, was... made that the last stage direction right. on the page before the one yeah. that gave Meg. So that it could be like, it's like, because it's a unsheathed the daggers on the page. Or no, it's like yes. on the page before. Right? Yeah. So that way so I, I was know... like, you know that she's doing, taking something out, but you don't know what she's taking out. Tiny little butthole kazoo. I was kind Tiny of joking, kazoo. but I do feel like it adds a certain depth to a character because I mean, yeah, you'd have to work on it, but it's like, okay, she wanted to kill on this show, but really, she just wants to be seen. Yeah, exactly. really, she just wants to be seen. She did kill. She did yeah. performance. Yeah. You can even have, like, you can even, in a rewrite, have a moment where she's about to kill, but then she, like, sees mm-hmm. the audience and then falls in love with it again or something, and like, no, I actually want this. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can just literally just make choices. Yeah, well, then yeah. I would make set up, right. I would set her up a little earlier as, like, an assistant to May, 
who just wants to be on the camera and <gasps> May is always like, yeah. you don't, you got a face for radio and a voice for the for silent film. Or well, they <laughs> all had voices for silent film. <laughs> what, if, what if Cynthia was that PA who originally got Ooh. fired? Ooh. Can we rewrite this and do it again go. next week? Okay. And then it could be revealed where she's like, here's your water, May. And then throws <laughs> yeah, it in her yeah. face. Oh, and it's acid. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, Jesus, Tom. That, okay. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. What did, what did you think yeah. you were being handed? Like, what did you think the show <laughs> yes. was about? So when <laughs> I, I can't trust her. She wrote a second-rate book. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I would ask Fair. Maura, no. but Maura's not here. Tom, you knew so, what you wanted to do going into it. Then Maura thought right. something and yeah. did something. So when I got the yeah. page 10... I had the context of like Cynthia unsheaths a dagger but doesn't say anything and Gary and uh, I think it's May is like like gives her look like don't do anything. What I was hoping for was like I was my my wish was that maybe somewhere throughout the four pages before this Cynthia is doing this conti- like often like Cynthia is taking out a dagger. Yeah. She kind of was right. Was um, to that. I think there was, two, yeah, there were, yeah. yeah. So I was like let me try to like have this be a thing that she does and maybe we can maybe this happens throughout the whole script. I don't even know. <laughs> sure. So um, but uh, I thought that there was a show that was coming back because May comes back with this contract and like it seems like it's a cooking show and Gary's the director and we have this person RK who's referenced yeah. and that RK know like people know something and I'm like I'm just gonna have to, I'm not gonna deal with the Van Nuys stuff we're gonna I, I don't I don't know how to do there's, there's just like, an like I'm sure that's not important to like, I'm just not gonna address this here but there's a there's this whole section of like you can bring on a co-host RK is the only other name mentioned so it seems like what we're leading into is RK to be the co-host so that's where that went to I love it yeah let's move on to Andrew Andrew our people's yeah. critic critique so I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I want you to rate what you just heard one through five, okay? And you guys could comment and, and judge whatever Andrew... Correct. Uh, yeah. Please. I'm going to rate your rating. Yeah. Please. Right. So Andrew, clear premise. Five. Oh, one sorry. through five. <laughs> <laughs> was there, I'm Andrew, was there a clear premise? It, it uh, Yeah, it became clear as it continued to go on. I really? Think. I feel the opposite. I feel the opposite. <laughs> You can say no, it's okay. Yeah, you, you, be you don't even be nice. No, no, it, it made sense to me because it was like this lady who had this cooking show. Like this lady reminded me a bit of uh, Ellen DeGeneres meets the Barefoot Contessa meets, uh, who was the lady that uh, meets Roseanne? <laughs> like, like I everyone- I think the voice gave the Roseanne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like she, she has this show and she has this character, but she's really just like, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, no one really knows who she is. And then you could really take it from anywhere. I think, I thought that j- going to jail was pretty funny. I wish that was a little clearer, but, you know, I thought it was just, it was like a total like 90 degree turn, which I thought was hilarious. I, I so love So one that. through five. Give it a three and a half. Okay. Respectable. Respectable. I keep you guys humble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a three and a half is like a C plus. Oh. I mean, that's what I got. Yeah, never get into Caltech. (laughs) (laughs) All this is to get into a vocational school. (laughs) This is art, so grades actually don't matter. Um, uh, I guess this kind of, I guess that kind of answered it too. I was going to ask about um, continuity. Did it make sense the whole way through? I mean, I was, I was really just. It was funny. I was just riding the wave. So I mean. I was just taking like the turns as they came, so I knew it was like. So that's a zero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that literally is the nicest way possible to say what a do you zero. Say, I, I think that from part one to part two, it felt 
Like it could have been it the felt same good. show. Yeah. yeah. And then you take away part one and part no, two. No, I think part- I think part part three was good too because it was yeah. a tone difference. Because you need a part, you need uh, almost like a character moment. Well, I guess part three happened with the co-host, right? Yeah. When they yeah, went back to genres. It gets sillier yeah. in part three, yeah. for sure. It's not yeah. being a yeah. crime thing. Yeah, it's not being a crime thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, I was what I was hoping for is she gets sent to jail and either, and then it would be like one of those TV shows where it's like, see how it happened. Sure, sure, sure. And then we go mm-hmm. back. Almost like a, like a Twin Peaks, like who killed Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I do like her This is Twin Peaks. We just basically wrote the I will pilot. say, I feel like yeah, I feel like Maura did for me a little bit of what I did for you, too, just to say where it, like, I feel like it shifted tone around page 10, and then I shifted tone a little bit for you on 15, because I was, because I feel like it's, like, to leave a cliffhanger. To you leave kind of, but to, yeah. You kind of volley. Yeah. And so I don't know if you did that also at all, Tom, but... Like, I feel yeah, like to... His ends his with yeah. the murder. Yeah, his yeah. yeah. The murder. Which is great. Right, yeah. so I feel like there's kind of a way in which, like, we're all sort of shifting tone purposely around the fifth page mm. yeah. so that we can also, like... and Because I feel mm. like hers got a little bit more almost who's on firsty at the end yes, of page 10. Yes, yes, And then mine got a little bit, like, we're Which gonna, I think is the right way to do this. Yeah. Is to, like, end with a... Just make choices and, like, yeah. make a path. But therefore, continuity-wise... Make other yeah. people make choices. Exactly. Like, like a butt kazoo. me make choices. Yeah, nobody made you... For but the butt, butt kazoo. I mean, that, I made you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, playing Roxanne with a butt, that's impressive. I'm going to go home and try that. Yeah. <laughs> now. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Whoa, Megan, that was with your butt? <laughs> we can't get the microphone back now. Uh, character development. Did the character, the main, let's use May. Uh, did May grow from beginning to end? To a degree, she grew maybe one step. She was already like a jerk TV star. It's okay. She doesn't have to grow. Right. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. have to. And then she was like, fuck everyone. Yeah. Excuse yeah. my language. And um, after, she, after butt kazoo, <laughs> swearing we've been doing for an hour and a half. But then, but then she comes out and I'm like, all right. Like I thought she was going to the TV studio to like kill everyone and just have like a, a blood fest. Yeah. And then she gets back on the TV show. (laughs) I'm going to say another low number as well, I feel like, for character development. I feel like for character development for May, she goes from wanting to murder everyone to letting her chauffeur be a star. That's true. That's true. That's true. She does achieve it through, like, amnesia, it seems. Yes. (laughs) And we give her the, you know, I was, like, she has the sad TikTok moment. Yes. Where Uh, she has some vulnerability. That's right. Yeah. I did that on purpose to give her some depth. So that's that, right. That's that is an art. Good writing. Yeah. But how? So who filmed her on TikTok though? Was she in jail already, or was she? No, she no, was. She was no, she was out of outside of a baker. She was See, outside I of didn't know she was in jail. So, yeah. but that's uh, how it goes. That's what. That's that's blind pilots. All right. And the last question for you, Andrew. Yeah. Our people's critic. Is this Emmy worthy? With some polishing up, it could definitely. It'll definitely be aired. Maybe nominated. Wait, what what nominations would it receive? I'd receive most audio editing. Yes, (laughs) mixing, um... audio mixing. Dude, actually, sidebar. So I humble brag. So I worked on something that is Emmy nominated, and that's really cool, but not for audio. So I'm like kind of for what? I think best documentary or something. Which one? The 1619 Project. Oh, congratulations! Oh wow! Thanks. (laughs) Hair flip. No, but I'm gonna cut all that out. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is great. Congratulations. And let's I'm putting on a pod. People need to know. Well, you know this is the, good the, the character arc here is Andrew learning to, you know, it's not humble brag, brag. That's a big thing. 
Cool. Yeah. Well, let's see how this came out, the recording-wise, and you'll see <laughs> yeah, if I'm exactly. actually competent. Let's end on this. Let's yeah. all name the pilot. What would be the TV show's oh. name? Banana City, baby. Banana City, baby. The murder of Banana City? No. I, I think the, the, murder, the murder, murder can't be, there can't can be, be the, murder in the name. Huh? That can be the pilot title. Ah. That's true. I would call this... Breaking Bad. Baking Bad. That's such a good title. Baking Bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, Baking Bad. Oh, Baking Bad. Oh, my God. That imprint. Sorry, Alex, what were you going to say? What was your worst idea, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say jury duty again, but I also feel like the Breaking Bad moment. You're referencing a part that. that you asked me to cut out. You know what I will say? So I almost energy. pictured May, like, could be played by Gene Smart from Hacks. For sure. I Ooh. feel like that could be for a good sure. casting for that. Or, you know what would be really funny? Um, who is the mom in Cheaper by the Dozen? Oh. Bonnie? The, yeah, the, the blonde hair lady. Yeah. I, she, I don't well, know I feel like name. she's always playing like a very sweet woman and it would be very funny to watch her like break that and play against type when she's like not on the air. I was thinking like Melissa McCarthy. Oh. Uh, I feel like she would kill older, this. But... Do you know, what, what about Sally Field? Yeah. That would oh be funny. God. That would be funny. What about, do you know Wendy McClendon Covey? Yes. She would be funny. She would be funny. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Blind Pilots. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Blind Pilots Pod. If you are a writer and interested in shooting your shot at blindly creating the best pilot ever written, follow us on Instagram at Blind Pilots Pod and send us a DM. We will respond and follow you back. Bye. Bye. I've literally never seen anyone do that in person. <laughs>